Hi, I'm Karen. And I'm Kaz. You are listening to Inspiring Pearls of Wisdom. Stay tuned for the next hour as friends have fun sharing many insightful gems which will allow you to realize and value that we are all unique. Yes, we are all unique. You're listening to Radio Northern Beaches 88.7 and 90.3, your community radio station. I don't know what I did then. Did you press the wrong button? I think so. Hello, Kaz. Hi, Karen. <laughs> How are we today? <laughs> we have fun at Inspiring Pearls of Wisdom, and don't we? We just love uh, technology challenges. There's no challenges. They're just um, a little bit of gift for us. But anyway, today, Kaz, I'm so excited about our guest that tell me, tell me, do that. I'm going to have her here for the whole hour. I just, I just don't want her in the middle bits. I'm just so excited. So our theme is pathways. Okay. What do you mean by pathways? Well, I'm not 100% sure what uh, Jenny Lees means by that. But, you know, pathways. Is it the pathway that you're on that is where you want to go? Should you be thinking about changing it? Possibly. That's what I reckon. Or it could be just you're walking down a path on your way to It could be pathways in your brain too. It could be. Different thoughts going different ways. That's right. But anyway, we are going to get straight in and I'm going to introduce our beautiful guest, who is Jenny Lee. Now, Jenny Lee is the General Manager of Cultural, Culture and Ceremonies at Great Big Events. Jenny leads Great Big Events in the design and execution of creative and protocol-driven projects. As leader of a busy and successful department, she's developed an industry-wide reputation renowned for her thoughtful and compelling treatment, a compelling treatment of cultural and ceremonial events. Notably, as director of the Catholic Schools Performing Arts Program, since inception, she has managed all major archdiocesan festivals and made a significant contribution to both school and online professional servicing and training programs for both teachers and students. In her years at big, big, at great big events, Jenny Lee has led many culturally sensitive events, including Reconciliation Australia's 40th anniversary of the 1967 referendum 2007, Commonwealth Heads of Government meeting, Chokum, 2002 and 11, Australia's 2020 Summit, Corroboree 2000 and the International Service for Peace and Fallen Olympians. Welcome, Jenny. Hi, thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. Wow, and she's here in our little studio on the northern beaches. Isn't it fantastic? That's why we've got to speak to her for the whole hour. Well, I'm a Northern Beaches girl. Oh, where where are you living? <laughs> I live in Narrabeen, born and bred. Oh, I live in Narrabeen as well. Yeah. Well, yeah. there you go. Lagoon We're probably Street. Know, that's where I live. Oh, no. Isn't that funny? We'll talk about it we after. We will. <laughs> oh, and I'm a Shire girl born. Well, but Shire, Narrabeen. Yeah, similar. but I, I was born in St George area. But, you know, let's face it, we've all made it to the beaches and yeah. we love being here in God's country. It is. It's great. I know. So, Kaz, what do you what do you reckon? How exciting is this? Wow, I've actually never heard of great big events. Uh, well, it's a it's a company that's been going since two thousand oh since nineteen ninety five, so twenty or so years. And um, I'm 
uh, one of the leaders of the, of the company, but not the owner. Our, our actual leader of the company also is a Northern Beaches boy, um, born in the Shire as well. And his name's Greg Bowman, a fabulous uh, creative and managing director for the company. And I've been there with them for the last 16, 17 years. Wow. And I've known Greg for probably 25 years. So we also have a really a long-term friendship and a great respect for each other in the company. So it's, it's a terrific... So you've been there for 16 years. What did you do prior to this? Well, prior to this, I was a professional singer. So. Oh, <laughs> we love that. We have had just last week. We, we had, have had quite a few singers isn't that and funny? people that we didn't know could sing. Yeah. And when we asked them what they did prior, like one was singing on a cruise ship and one yeah. was singing somewhere else. And yeah. so, what sort of music? Well, um, I worked with a couple of gentlemen. We wrote, we wrote all our own songs and. I uh, did commercials and released a couple of albums and different things, but really that was another life. It really was another life. So oh, and that... we all have multiple lives. We do. In we this do. one lifetime. But did you do that professionally? Like that was you... I did that professionally, yeah. Oh, okay. I was about 42 and I also hosted a lot of um, things like Rocker Stedford. Oh, my children loved Rocker Stedford. And really I must admit, I loved going to watch them, yeah. the finale in, yeah. in, uh, at the Entertainment Centre. I loved yeah. it. Oh, I, I think it was a tremendous um, initiative and it was a really great thing as, as far as making people aware of you know, drugs and, and yeah. different opportunities that you had to solve problems that you had at home. And, yeah, and uh, I love the fact that the child didn't have to be able to sing or dance. They Absolutely. could do back you know, behind-the-scenes work as well, which was Absolutely. just as important. Well, I think that's probably how I've ended up being involved with the Sydney Catholic Schools as well as part of the performing arts program that we're involved with. Um, I taught singing and dancing and different things. I had a little school here on the northern beaches with about 180 students and uh, oh, actually I still get big. yeah I still get stopped in the streets with people saying oh no my I taught you know you taught me could you now teach my child oh, what sort of dance though was it uh well mainly I taught mainly the singing but um we okay. had everything hip-hop you name it we used to be in the talent quest down at Warrywood Square we're in Gamal oh, yeah. yeah I used to judge actually I still do some judging for the talent quest at Warringah Mall as well well, this is going to lead us right into our first song, which is by John Legend, All of Me. Okay. And it sounds like Jenny Lee is a lot of all of me. What do you think? It looks that way. Enjoy, everybody. Welcome back. You're listening to Inspiring Pearls of Wisdom with Karen and Kaz on Radio Northern Beaches 88.7 and 90.3. Please like us on our Facebook page, Inspiring Pearls of Wisdom. Lovely song choice, Jenny Lee. Thanks, Kaz. I really have a lot of time for music, so it's... um... Explain or share with us what that song means to you. Why did you choose it? I think it relates to everything in life. It's how much you give. It's how much it means to you. I think if you, you know, if you own a horse and you, you've got that animal is yours and you have to do something with it. If you've got a child, you own it and you have to do something with it. You, you give every part of yourself. And I think I've always driven my life on incredible passion. Everything that drives me is about passion and it's about giving 100%. So I go into another world when I listen to that song and, and I think... Everything in life is about a slow motion video clip sometimes. You know, every, everything yes. that you've done in a day sort of rolls through your head. And I like to sit back at the end of the day and think about all the positives, hopefully not too many negatives, all the positives that have happened in life. And I'll listen to a piece of music and I'll just daydream about what did or could happen 
out of the, the oh, that's elements beautiful. of the day. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I always say that we're all just living, um, this life is just a movie. We're all just playing a part. Yeah. And I just love that. That's yeah. so, it resonates. Well, so I, yeah. No, go on, Judy. No, I was just going to say, I, I think one of the things that I always tell the students if I'm working with young people is that, you know, if you if you want to be something and you're really struggling with it, the, the best thing to do is to wake up first thing in the morning and think that you're the very best at whatever that task is for the day. So it might be, you know, mom, even if your little mum says you're not cleaning your teeth probably, properly and you wake up in the morning and you think, I'm going to be the best tooth cleaner that I can be or whatever it might be. You know, yeah. I'm going to do my math yes. test or I have to clean the sink or I have to drive the car or go shopping. Whatever it is that you have to do in life that you, you find challenging, you pretend that you're the best you possibly can be at it. Mm. And eventually you will you be. You will be. Yeah. And look, when I sang, one of the things I was really poor at, I think, was... Um, was dancing. I had dancers around me and they always looked fantastic and I thought I always looked like I had two left feet. So I used to lay in bed in the morning and just pretend that I was a ballet dancer or something really special and so that when I walked on stage I didn't feel gawky or yeah. awkward or, you know, uncomfortable. And I, I think probably at the end of my career in that path I was probably a better entertainer than I was anything else because I'd learnt to be free. Yeah. rather than being inhibited by things. That song also, Karen and I have talked about a number of times, one of the rituals that um, we like to do or we suggest people might like to do is actually look into the mirror of a morning yes. and sing a song to themselves. Yeah, and that is one of lovely. the songs that we like to do that to. Oh, isn't that beautiful? So that you love all of you. You yeah, know what I mean? Um, absolutely. Because loving yourself first is the first step. That's a really yeah. good point. I like that. You yeah. girls are good. Yeah, no, <laughs> we love it. We've done a lot of work on ourselves. Yeah, well, internalising is a really big part of, um, oh, yeah. of a process and, of And life, loving your perceived negatives yeah. as much as your yeah, um, perceived positives. I really mm. like that. Actually, yes. I've learned something. Thank you. Okay. Actually, interestingly enough, I just worked with... Um, the para-athletics in uh, Doha, I, I did all the award presentations for them over there. I do a lot of training for people developing their skills and we've done a lot of work with the company in victory ceremonies. We'll probably talk about that a bit later on um, with the Commonwealth Games, European Games, so on and so forth. So we have a lot of skill in that area, but you have to work with volunteers. Yeah. So I went in to do a big sort of training program for a group and we were working with the para-athletics athletics, as I said, and a young lady came through and I was, you know, tired and I was pushing people around and you, there's a lot of action. We have probably... You mean in a wheelchair you're well, pushing Well, no, I was around. pushing everybody, all the volunteers oh, around, so, telling but, them what to do. you're pushing them. As in, as in, you know, saying, do this, do that, verbally go pushing here, them. Do that. Okay. Verbally directing Verbally them. directing, that's a better way of saying <laughs> it. There's probably about 50 people in this space, you know, and I, you've got to get them through quickly. A, a victory ceremony is, I think people, when they watch uh, TV, they, you know, see the athletes walk out they think it's so smooth and calm, whereas back of house, it's absolutely pushing each <laughs> like other out the door. You yeah. Know? yeah, there's just people and things everywhere, and medals yeah. going on trays and flowers and girls doing their hair. And anyway, I was sort of saying, "Oh gosh, I'm so tired. How long have we got to go?" And I turned around, and there was a a beautiful lady sitting who had only from her thighs up. That was the only part of her body remaining. She'd had uh, an, an accident, and. We were laughing. I turned around and I said, oh, my goodness, you've just come off the race and here am I complaining about being tired. And she said to me, you know, my mother gave me a piece of advice when I was a young girl and she said, "You, each day when you wake up, you're a flower and you either choose to bloom or you wilt and the mm -hmm. choice is yours. Oh, oh, I just I burst it. into tears. Yeah, I was like, I oh, my it. goodness, you know, that is such a beautiful thing. And I really took that on board. I thought that was a really 
positive yeah. um, piece of advice, you know, and, and the choice is yours. You can either go one way or the other. And the next day she came back and she said, oh, I've got a better one for you, but this one's, <laughs> this one's a funny one. And I thought, oh, what's she going to say? She said, wake up and pretend to be Barbie. And I thought, what do you mean pretend to be Barbie? She said, Barbie's got everything and Barbie deserves everything. So she said, <laughs> feel no guilt in how you live your life. The and only I, problem with Barbie is she has a boyfriend who only has a mouth. <laughs> Maybe Barbie without Ken. But, uh, but I thought she was such a wonderful woman, you know, and uh, here she was struggling with so many things that I think I would find incredibly challenging mm, yeah. and yet she was just a breath of fresh air. Yeah. Anyway, as it turned out later on, I found out she was a very famous um, para-Olympian. So um, she also was somebody who had stature in her life and if she was giving those pearls of wisdom to somebody just hanging out the back at a, yeah. at a ceremony, you know, who was a big I no one at the, the time. I just shivers just listening to yeah. you then, Jenny, yeah. because it's so true. We all, like, look at people who we think are disabled. Yeah. But they're more abled than what we are. Oh, yeah. 100%. Because no they, they, they go through so much. And, yeah. and your personal, I guess, demons really do come to the forefront yeah, and yeah. It, they make you really shine. Well, and I think dealing with so many struggles in life, it can happen from birth, but it can also happen later in life. And I mm. think it's like death. There's many things in in life that give you a very big wake-up call. And yeah. it's, it's not about feeling privileged. It's about actually how much can we give back because... That's and it's about so being true. grateful for what you already have. Oh, yes. absolutely. Which and is we, another we one of the it. things that we love to talk about. Yeah, we talk yeah. about our gratitude, but we also talk about that lessons in life yeah. are actually there to help you grow yeah and the sooner you get the lesson yeah it's less on you yes that's true you guys are very good at the oh. internalizing and giving back out aren't you? Oh, we, like we, we're actually next week we're actually going to do a show on words terrific yeah and just and, like that one yeah just yeah. like that you yeah. know looking at words and actually taking them and yeah. stuff so, That's yeah, interesting. Seeing what we can make out of yeah, them. But, cause yeah, because our language, like, there's there's one. I'm, I'm going to give it away because I just think this is so good because it's awesome. Mm. But when we look at awesome, it's A, we, so, me. There you go. Breaking it down. Yeah, Going so breaking them down yeah, yeah, and breaking yeah. them and see where they come from. Yeah, yeah. And you think, oh, it's awesome. And you go... We and me, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a communal, so, yeah. A communal word. But, but we also won't give the rest away. We're no, going to keep talking to you. Too many. I like it. <laughs> Thank you, I'm going to be listening next week, that's for sure. Well, you'll mm. probably be travelling around. Oh, well, I've always got time to listen. There's no... Yeah, you can only <laughs> but I was going to say to you, open. too, when you were talking about the Olympics, uh, that I went to the Olympics when they were here and... Yep. Um, only to a few of the able-bodied ones, but yep. to quite a few of the Paralympic ones because yep. they were giving them to school students yep. and um, although we paid for them. And I went to the swimming and there was a girl there who had half a body, let yep. me say. Yeah. And I was just in awe of not just her but all of them. Yeah. Yeah. They were just amazing. Oh, and look, and can I tell you, there are many uh, para-athletes uh, para competing in able-bodied competition as well. Like, the skill level is incredible. Just it's incredible. incredible. And, and they're actually succeeding. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's wow. A lot of, particularly the, uh, the men with... Um, Prosthetics? Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, what, is it when you say that, because I know there's a, an um, intellectual part yeah. too, isn't yeah. there? So you could look at someone who doesn't physically look like they're disabled, but yeah. they may be uh, yeah. from a mental... Yeah, intellectually, yeah. and yeah. so they can't perform as well. Absolutely adorable, yeah. though. Mm. Uh, uh, can I tell you, giving out those victory ceremony oh, they, moments... Yeah. Oh, I'd be crying the whole way through. I, I was hopeless. I must say, um, we did have... Uh, at the end of the night, because you're so busy, you don't get an opportunity to go and have a look at what's going on very often. And 
I walked outside and I, I saw a whole group of athletes who we'd worked with all day. They'd won many awards during the day and they were crying and I looked at them and I was crying. I thought, this is just hopeless. And we had a gentleman, we'd been working in Azerbaijan, Azerbaijan this year on the European Games, the very first European Games. So it was a lot of work, a lot of training and we met this beautiful young man uh, who'd been working with us on flags. And flags are a really complicated thing for medal ceremonies, can I tell you? If you get the flag the wrong way round, yeah, exactly. the, the wrong flag... Put the wrong flag up between... You could start a war. Absolutely. And... <laughs> it's really complicated and people don't realise once again, as I said, so this young boy that we'd trained, we brought him to um, to Doha to work on this, uh, on this event and he was crying <laughs> because it was Azerbaijan was one of the winners. It was just, uh, you know, really magical moments for all different reasons. And how Incredible. beautiful that you got to share all of that. Absolutely. You know, like, yeah. Absolutely. The energy must have been amazing when you do those type of events. Oh, it is. Look, and I'm, I'm pretty... I'm tough, you know, I work, I work people hard out the back because I feel that our reason for being there is for the athlete. That is, yeah. everything that we do is for them. It's not about whether we like how our hair looks or whether our feet are oh, hurting, yeah. or, you know, whether the medals, the, whatever, whatever. Everything is about the athlete. So at the beginning, I think people find it quite difficult because I do push really hard, but I push hard for a perfect product because you can't do a perfect product on the last ceremony. It has to be on the first one because yes. that athlete won as well. So Exactly, you know, yes. We do, we struggle a lot with leadership, I think, in, in large groups like that, trying to get people motivated. So, so you'd say that you're actually the voice? I am the voice. Which leads us <laughs> into our second song, Who Is Cass? Well, who else would be singing You're the Voice other than John Farnham? And he man. is our Australian artist yes. for this week. Enjoy, everybody. We have... Welcome back. You've been listening to Inspiring Pearls of Wisdom with Karen and Kaz on 88.7 and 90.3, your community radio station. That was actually the version with Olivia newton I thought there was someone else there. Yeah. And it sounded good. Yeah, it did sound good. Thank <laughs> it you, It actually Jenny. sounded great with the um, audience. It does. Yeah, yeah. It does. Live. Yeah. yeah. So, Jenny, in your sort of work and field, have you met the gorgeous John Farner? I have, but then I've met many artists. I don't, I I don't know if they remember me, but I certainly know them. Do you have a favourite? Look, I've met so many great people. Isn't that terrible? But not... that's beautiful, though. I know. They're, they're all really lovely. And look, Guy Sebastian's a beautiful man. We've done quite a lot of shows with him of late. He wrote uh, actually a piece for us for Chogham, the Commonwealth Heads of Government meeting that was uh, in Western Australia, 2011. We're actually the only company in the world to have done two Choghams, and I've been very privileged to produce both of those opening ceremonies. I actually met his wife at an event a couple of weeks ago. I did you, Jules. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. she was lovely. Yeah, well, she spoke. She they do. Well, yeah, and that's the thing. They're all um, highly intelligent, very passionate, proactive um, people, I think, rather than uh, just playing music for the sake of it. They're actually doing things for a purpose and... I think that gives you an inspiration when you're working with them on these sorts of projects as well. So he wrote this particular song for it and really put a lot of time into it. He spent about six months writing the, the lyrics for it. And, uh, you know, once again, you think they just get up and perform a song, but they don't. There's a lot of thought process goes into it. The words had to be uh, acceptable because mm. it was for all of the heads of uh, government from around the world. It's actually quite a classic back of house for these sorts of events. Um, we spent a lot of time uh, working with the local community. There were... Uh, very big uh, different mobs through the Aboriginal community that we worked with to put together the welcome. 
and we spent six months working on that as well and it was probably one of the most exciting parts of the event. We produced a, a package for them that was performed on stage that um, brought tears to everybody's eyes once again. The gentleman um, who was the main elder for the group, he handed over a beautiful gift to the Queen and he came back back of house afterwards and he sat down and he said, you know what, once upon a time I couldn't eat a, even eat at the table and he said, and I just gave a gift to the Queen. <laughs> and I, it was just the most magical moment and he was such a beautiful man. He's, he's since passed away unfortunately but um, he was a real leader you know it was terrific and just after that moment of all that welcome we had everybody lined up out the back and we're there going okay Australia you know calling out all the Canada calling out everybody's name to get them onto the stage and you think here we go there's all the heads of government and we're there you know, rallying them onto the stage in order, and you think, you know, all this glamour and all these people you can't like talk to. Like their cattle out the back. I hey, know. Hey, you're on. Yeah. I know. And the Queen walks up. Do you want a drink? You know. Did <laughs> she? Like, well, you know, do you want a glass of water before you go yeah. on? We had a crystal glass waiting for her. And uh, yeah, you know, it's so funny what goes on back of house as compared to what you see out the front. But so you've met the Queen. Yes, three. Did times. you curtsy? I did, but I did, I didn't have time to really do any anything more, you know, apart from offer a drink and hello and things like that. At those moments, I'm probably not very good to be doing all of the right things. I'm I'm working on the creative design of the show mm-hmm. and trying to get it happening. And I'm sure she'd understand that, though. Well, I think she'd be used to lots of these sorts of things. And, and we're not briefed, we're not geared up for what should or shouldn't be happening because we're just there to actually do a job. So Yes. Um, and at the end of the day, the main thing is, is that we don't embarrass anybody that promised it, we deliver it. I'm sure you'd over-deliver, though. Yeah, I think that's probably one of my biggest problems in life. I do tend... That is my personality type as well. I, I'm very driven and, um, and I'm driven to ensure that people don't get let down so you know so if if we can if we can give what we've promised and as you say potentially over deliver then I think that makes the next person's job easier and happier and more fulfilling so yeah that totally makes sense doesn't it my husband would prefer money but you know (laughs) 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 hasn't quite been the case (laughs) but then we have the yin and the yang so we're we're okay I'm, I'm sure when you travel the world, they don't put you down in Sioux class, do they? Oh, yes. Yeah, absolutely. Look, I really enjoy that. I, I tend to meet a lot of people as I'm travelling. I actually sat next to the manager of Shirley Bassey once. Oh, wow. And I was just, you know, he was like my hero because I love Shirley Bassey. That's mm, probably the yeah. reason I sang. As a young wow. girl, I just thought she was incredible. Her and Tom Jones were my heroes. Well, Tom Jones coming back, I think, he, oh, in February or something. Yeah. And I sort of thought, best surely women won't be throwing their knickers still at him. You know, why not? He's just the most amazing... <laughs> I can amazing. give you a few reasons why I'm not. <laughs> oh, well, other reasons, yeah. <laughs> I just think the uh, his voice is amazing. And he and John Farnham have done a beautiful... Uh, yeah, sort of voice off it. together once, yes. which was fantastic. Yeah. I remember that. Yes. Yeah. So that, that was sort of my inspiration to ta- to uh, start singing. So sitting next to the manager was a classic. So yeah, I meet lots and lots of people, people that I'm still friends with all these years later. Mm. I sometimes, you know, hit it off really well with someone, and that's it. You you're friends for life. So sporting events. Yes, I'm sure you've done some big events. sporting events. Uh, well, the Sydney Olympics was probably the the most amazing Uh, actually the year 2000 was quite quite a journey for us as a company but also me um, as a a person driving a lot of these projects forward we did the international service for peace and also for the fallen olympians so it was the very first time it was done and it was uh, done in Hyde Park so it was to acknowledge people who had you know given of their lives which Mm. was beautiful we then did the uh, common domain entertainment for the olympics and our managing and creative director was also the head of sport so he put on every single part of the um, sport presentation for the Olympics so 
as we stood in the middle of the common domain at uh, Sydney Olympic Park at the time, we stood there and they said, oh, OK, there's going to be, you know, 500,000 people walking here and 100,000 coming out of there and 200,000 coming out of there. And Of course, we're just concentrating on getting everything happening. You know, everything had to be in the right place. You've got all the OH&S issues that you've got to deal with, so you're oh, sort yeah. of freaking out about... People forget about other. that. Oh, yeah. and it's massive, absolutely yeah. massive. You know, you can't have a court here, this can't happen. You've got to look after your staff that need a break, blah, blah, blah. So we're worrying about all of these particular things and um, we turned around and the whole of Sydney Olympic Park, I'm not joking, was just a sea of people. Once again, I burst into tears. It was like, this is incredible. And, you know, just uh, earlier in the year, we'd also been involved in uh, Corroboree, the walk across the Harbour Bridge, um, the handing over the declaration at the Sydney Opera House and then the People's Concert at Darling Harbour. And the same thing with Corroboree. It was probably, actually, that that would have to be one of my most favoured events that I've ever done. Uh, I have a a passion, again, for working with um, local communities and uh, this was en masse, so it was Australia-wide. You know, we'd organised golf carts for all the elders and we had all the political parties and there was a lot of faction things going on at the time because uh, the current Prime Minister at that stage was not going to say they were sorry and, you know, so there was a lot of hoo-ha going on so it was quite emotional and very, very um, charged, you know. Anyway, they said go and everybody goes and it's all happening, you know, new tr- people are putting money in bins, people are catching trains and toilets and all of the different things. And I turned around and there were about 15,000 people working as part of a union uh, movement and I looked up the hill and over 350,000 people walked on that day and they didn't know if anyone was going to come. Wow. And wow. I looked up and there was a sea of people again and I thought, oh, you know, very emotional, of course I'm in tears again. And I thought yeah. it was just one of those years. I'd also but done... But the planning, it's not as though you just decide, well, we'll do that and three weeks later it happens. No, no, it's years of planning. We put yes. a lot of years into it. I mean, you're just the permissions alone and, and also getting the way in. You've got to get the way in from government. You've got to get the way in from the different And then the government's likely to change in well, the meantime. and it does happen. It does happen but usually in major events like the 2020 summit you know any of the major core task chogum that they that they put on they have to it's a bipartisan agreement Um, although 2020 wasn't necessarily bipartisan but um, you know chogums and things those things are taken on as a country so everybody has to participate. So it doesn't matter who the political party is. Yeah and uh, last year we did uh, the 100 year celebrations or commemorations uh, in Albany for the diggers uh, for World Mm. War One so that was um another great emotional journey as well but 2000 seemed to be packed with them Um, I also uh, this is how we started with the Catholic schools we participated in um, the very first event at Olympic Stadium and uh, there were 100,000 students came from all over Sydney and it was quite interesting the Queen was arriving that day and they had to change all the traffic conditions and change the time that she arrived so we could get the kids into the stadium (laughs) You wouldn't believe Just it. Back off, Queenie. Well, they didn't have. They didn't because they, they would have had to have changed all the traffic. You see, for take her a to different arrive. pathway. Yeah. Absolutely, a different pathway. Hundred percent. You know, good one, Cass. Yeah, she has to put that pathway in there. Yes. You know, that was a monumental event, and we're still there, sixteen years later, working with those students. Some of them are now adults. So, so obvious. It's obvious that doing these events just. Each time you just become more and more inspired. I mean, absolutely. Yeah. Are there, is there someone that has inspired you in the past, or is there, like, do you have on your refrigerator at home a quote or something that you look at every day and go, yes? Not really. I, I know that sounds stupid, but. No, I, no, it doesn't. I, it's just... I think that the things that inspire me are just day to day things, day to day people, day to day activities that happen around me. And, I, and it's things like, 
well, potentially the lady that spoke to me in um, in Doha about yes. you know being the yes. flower. So all of a sudden that little those little little pop of inspiration yeah. just comes yeah. when required, Look, probably. Yeah, yeah. And thinking, yeah I love you can that. still I love you can still go back to that time. Yeah, yeah. and I think yeah. each day there's those little. Pearls of wisdom. Yeah, that come they're there from if you look for people. them. I think we're they just are. not aware of them a lot of the time. Absolutely, and so and that's, that's why you, you need reflect. someone like us yes. to just pop them back into your head. Absolutely, that's right. Absolutely. And that, and let's face it, you're a very, very happy person. I am a happy person, which leads us into <laughs> oh no, <Isn't> song <laughs> number three. And now, just real. let me tell what you, might, what might that be? <laughs> I just love the way. This just always works out, our conversation. <laughs> and I love this song, And, and actually, actually, what I we did didn't too. say at the beginning of the show was that Jenny has actually picked all five songs today. Yeah, and greedy. we've I'm No, you're not greedy. We are <laughs> no, very we... grateful when people do that yeah. because that saves me going to find songs that relate to the theme. No, and, well, I just yes. love to hear what people are listening to and, you know. And what inspires them. What inspires them. Yeah. So enjoy, everybody. Do you Happy dance all? away to this song? How can you not? You've got to clap. You cannot. You cannot <laughs> not like dance. <laughs> it's like grease. Or footloose. Same excitement. Yeah, footloose, footloose. as well. Yeah. Okay. Enjoy, everyone. 7 and 90.3. If there's something that you've really enjoyed in our show today and you'd like to follow up on that, please go to our Facebook page, Inspiring Pearls of Wisdom. Well, that was pretty good, wasn't it? Just as well. That was the short version. We could have been singing and dancing happy for 24 hours. And we were. Thank yeah. you for sharing that. No, a good choice of song. It's We've been talking so much. We're going to have to put another couple of songs in in our next 17 minutes or so. We've been really going for it. So, Jenny, I'd like... What's a typical day in your life? What what do you when do you get up? What do you do? Yeah. Well, my husband he starts at five o'clock in the morning, so we're up and, and going at that time. I'm probably a little bit later than him. I'm usually up about five thirty, and then I try to go to the gym to clear my head. The days I go to the gym, I feel like I've you know I've achieved something before I get going, and then I drive. Sets you up for the day, doesn't oh, it? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I drive an hour and a half into leave into the office and so depending on what's happening in there either I've got a show or I haven't got a show and so then I probably am in the studio preparing some songs and then I'll be talking with technical people making sure that we've got all the lights and sound. Do you do any singing yourself for any of the shows? Not anymore no. Oh, okay. it, look you know. Not even a do-up girl in the background. Do you have do-up. to keep your voice trained? You have to you know okay. it's like a swimmer. It's, it's breathing? Yeah well and also it's a muscle, so, it, you know, it needs to have its strength. And um, confidence has a lot to do with singing. And, and I think the longer you leave it, the worse you get. You know, I mean, I can hum a tune and do all of those sorts of things, but there's no way I could get out and belt out a song now. I'd be hoarse by the end of it. But uh, I always said I don't want to be one of those people who said they used to sing. And it's oh, interesting, okay. isn't it, how yeah. your life changes and how the paths become mm. uh, different and you go on to a different... Um, a different way in your life and then suddenly that's not your major focus I still love music and I, I love singing I sing my husband always says at the end of the night could you just stop singing and it's like well I, I sing when I'm happy you know that's yes. what I do and so at the end of the night I feel if I've achieved in the day and I feel like I've had a really good day then I start singing in the shower for him unfortunately it's 11 o'clock at night so <laughs> I was going to say how long are your days Start well, sometimes, then. you know, we, we can be going 24 hours, mm. so they're, they're long. So I'm sure it cut leading up to an event. Yeah, sometimes you, you get very little sleep. Like, I've just come back from being away. I was seven months in Azerbaijan. That was probably the biggest challenge of being away from home and doing long hours. Um, but I've just been five weeks in, in the Middle East, and 
So I would be up at the same time, five o'clock in the morning, six o'clock in the morning. You try and get all your emails done. You know, this day and age, you've got social media, yes. you've got mm. emails, you've got all those things you've got to address. So doing all of that and then, you know, maybe the event starts at eight in the morning and it might finish at 11 o'clock at night. So then you've got to come home. and I mean, you've got all your things you've got to so do. You've got, you've got to, to wash, you've got to eat, you've got to... Putting, putting events on in different cultures. Yeah. Is that, um, obviously you've been doing it for quite a while yeah, now, yeah. initially did you find that a little bit of a challenge? Not so much a challenge, I suppose, in that it was an education. Okay. I, I think... Um, that's a nicer way to put it. Yeah, I think yeah. that's a nicer way of looking at yes. it, isn't it? Usually your inability to do things is, a, is an ignorance. You know, you don't... Not totally. Not that you're being arrogant, you're ignorant. You don't know what yeah. you're doing, so then you have to be educated as to yes. what you're doing. and. I spent uh, my first trip overseas for work was working with children. I seemed to work with children all the time and I was with 250 students. So I was in a, you know, I had a sense of responsibility right from the word go. You know, the key is just try and read as much as you can, try and get an understanding of what's going on, try not to be inappropriate in mm. what you think and you say. Find the culture out before you, like, yeah, yeah the, just have an understanding. Yeah, you know, of what I, you I think. can wear, what you can say, where yeah. you can go, that sort of thing. You know, and it's yeah. interesting, you know, like we, we find, particularly when we're doing a lot of work, in, we do a lot of work in the Gulf, which is not necessarily tagged the Middle East, but um, has a very unique uh, dress sense in, mm-hmm. the, you know, we, we here have a culture where you can wear whatever you want. Yeah. So yes. it's, it's and we can show our arms and this yeah. and that. And I, and I think, you know, I see young people or people arrive and they're going through the airport. They've got on, you know, shorty shorts and singlets. And I, and I just think, you know, it's, it's no effort. Did you effort. not do any, yeah, did you not but do any, yeah. like, research yeah. before you no became? education. Yeah. And, and then they wonder why they may get into trouble. molested or something yeah. Or, yeah. well I think it's it's about just being a part of the the flow you know you need to we all want to stand out in life but there's other ways to stand out but when you go to another country as I mean for me I don't want to stand out I want to blend in so that I feel like I'm part of yeah. the, comp- the country yes. and those people and so that you're treated like that but yeah. as young people you have a different sense you know young yeah. people are struggling for an identity sometimes yeah. we, we you know we were talking earlier about um, uh, go through life we learn so much more and we can make decisions in hindsight you know we mm. have we have all of all of the things that we've done in our life, um, we've grown from. But yes. as a young person, you're still growing. So yeah. you and need you also have, identity. Also have an attitude. Don't tell me what to do. Yeah. Look, I think or that how comes. To dress and all yeah, that sort of stuff. And I think that comes from the bravado that you need as a, as a young person to get through each day. It's you know you don't understand that. Uh, levels of acceptance just come because you're you. Yes. You know, they feel they have to be accepted by um, being in a crowd. You know, the, the thing that I love about the Performing Arts Program is that we see so many people who have had or could be considered, you know, potentially unique individuals who have come into the fold and become part of a team and, and gained so much from it. We had a young boy we took overseas two years ago who was struggling at school. They had behavioural problems with him. He was verging on, um, uh, he has a slight um, uh, prone to Asperger's. Uh, anyway, look, cut a long story short, he came back, he ended up school captain within two years. He turned around dramatically and that was through a sense of belonging. The performing arts gave him a vehicle. So I think young people are looking for a vehicle. You know, Beautiful. Sometimes it's sports, sometimes it's religion, yeah. yes. sometimes it's politics, yes. whatever it might be, um, but they need a voice. Yeah. Which leads us into our next song which is Sweet Dreams by Eurythmics. So enjoy, everybody. Welcome back. You've been listening to Inspiring Pearls of Wisdom with Karen and Kaz on Radio Northern Beaches 88.7 and 90.3. If there's something that you've really enjoyed in our show today and you'd like to follow up on that, please go to our Facebook page, Inspiring Pearls of Wisdom. 
And so right, who am I to disagree? Exactly. <laughs> we love your remix. So we're coming to the end of our show. We literally only have a couple of seconds left. A couple, a couple of seconds. minutes. A couple of minutes. Well, I'm just, as usual, blown away by how much talent we have here on the Northern Beaches that we don't know about. I know. So we really are grateful, Jenny Lee, that you came and chatted with us today. Thank and made you. us aware of what is happening. Yeah. And yeah. in the break, then we were just talking about uh, the next event that Jenny Lee's involved in in um, Omaha, Nebraska next May is the World Cup for Equestrians. So, yeah, is, 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 is that a big event? Uh, yeah, it is actually. And look, it's, uh, it's an indoor event. So, you know, horses and inside are two challenging uh, parts to a pie if you get my drift. So, I suppose yeah. you have the royal family at that event as well. Uh, no, actually, not at that one, but that uh, would be nice, wouldn't yeah, it? Yeah, I thought nice. Princess Anne and her yeah. children would be there. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, look, it's minus 25. Um, at Christmas time, so I'm about to go over for that, and it's just that's incredible as well. Well, the positive in that is it's a white Christmas, Jenny. Right? Oh, absolutely. So, absolutely. Not, you know, not everyone gets to experience <laughs> one of those. Exactly. Absolutely. So grateful for that. Oh, look, I'm absolutely privileged in my life. Yeah. I cannot be more thankful for yeah. the opportunities I have. And who would have dreamt? Yes. I, I wouldn't have dreamt as a young girl that that would have this been. This is where my you life. would be. Yeah. So, what absolutely. what is your parting gift to our inspiring pearls of wisdom listeners? I think the key is, and I suppose everybody says the same thing: believe in yourself, dream big, and if something changes in your life, don't be, don't be disappointed. It just means that there might be another path that you're meant to take. A bigger path, and right? a better path. Correct. I would just like to leave us all with this thought, and, and we talk about being unique, and everyone is unique. So just this one thought, which is a quote from Ralph Waldo Emerson, and it is, do not go where the path may lead, go instead where there is no path and leave a trail. That is a beautiful thing. And let's face, you know, when you look back at America, if they hadn't gone west, what would have happened? So goodbye, Jenny Lee. Goodbye, Cass. It's been Cass. wonderful talking to thank you. Thank you. It's been a pleasure to meet the pair of you. I think you are an inspiration. And thank you for having this program. It's wonderful. No. And the lovely, lovely women. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. And we're going to leave with a song. Yes, our last song, which is also chosen by Jenny, was You Don't, Don't Own Me by Leslie Gore. So Until enjoy, next time. everyone. Bye. Bye. You have been listening to Inspiring Pearls of Wisdom with Karen and Kaz. Until next time, may your days be filled with love and gratitude. And remember, we'll see you in the mirror. Namaste. I bow to the divine in you.